With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone. This is Dave C. And this is a new show that I'm putting out here in 2020, March 2020. It's the uh, 18th today. And this is the third episode of the series Never Isolated. The show ID is 791 zero double six seven and it's hosted here on Torchue. and just one small disclaimer i do work part-time for Torchue, but this is my own personal call and anything mentioned here reflects my own personal uh, thoughts and understandings and nothing to do with Torchue itself so with that out of the way let's just mention what today uh, we are talking about it's episode three never isolated and it's about the Chancellor's Boost for the UK. Yes, for anybody who passes by the show while I'm uh, doing it, I won't be unmuting uh, casual visitors today, although that will be possibly what we will do once we've got this show established. Um, And it is mainly geared for the events, the changes, the updates that take place here in the UK where I'm based. And the title, Never Isolated, is based around the point that people who are perhaps uh, have an underlying health issue are, are over the age of 70, a group which unfortunately I do fall into. Um, they are required to uh, self-isolate if they are ill, but there is also a very real pressing possibility that within the next couple of weeks uh, those particular groups will be asked to self-isolate whether they have symptoms or not uh, of this COVID-19, the coronavirus illness that of course now is sweeping all countries. And the latest news I hear from the United States is that now there have been cases in all 50 states reported. And I may talk a little bit about the United States in a future episode because uh, they have taken um, steps that some people may have thought were a little bit uh, behind the curve. But um, they also are talking about a big financial stimulus package uh, of how to get people through this system. And this has been the emphasis in the UK in the Chancellor's statement that went ahead yesterday. But it went ahead yesterday after I had done episode two and this follows on here in the UK for those people who are not aware that we also had a uh, spring budget this year this chancellor uh, I'm trying to pronounce his name it's Rashi Sutak and I pronounce it I spell his surname S-U-N-A-K and apologies for that pronunciation uh, uh, very a rapid rise through the cabinet and uh, this was his first budget last week uh, where he give, gave a very large fiscal um, <clears throat> stimulus after what we have endured as a 10-year 
recovery from the uh, financial events, well-documented financial events from 2008. We've basically, here in the UK, just got back to where the status was in 2008. And this was going to be, and indeed was, a budget for moving forward with very large civil engineering and uh, cash injections into the infrastructure of the UK. And all those policies do stand. However, not less than a week after that, uh, this um, information about what is now being called a pandemic has, has, has really made those stimuli perhaps insufficient. The thrust of what we're doing here in the UK and the uh, Prime Minister, who is now holding daily uh, updates on the BBC, and for most people, I should mention that those come about 5pm, uh, that's GMT currently, and they precede the six o'clock news. They usually last for about 35-40 minutes, and then the BBC newsroom do some analysis of the things that have been said. Now, we're not going to... On this show, this is to do with a very broad range of ways of perhaps reaching out. Remember, one of the things that uh, has been stated that because of uh, physical isolation, there is a very, very strong infrastructure in terms of meeting people um, remotely by services such as TalkTube and many others, Skype and so on. And also, of course, there are uh, very large numbers of uh, large percentages of people who also carry a mobile phone, as well as also having what we call the landline in the house. Uh, we've also got the issue of uh, Mother's Day coming up here in the UK soon. And um, the need for people to be able to keep in communication, giving support, uh, finding out how people are faring needs to be done in these non-physical contact ways. But for today, this episode, and I'm going to keep these episodes, you know, 15, 20 minutes long. Yes, I know I tend to get a bit long-winded. I could probably do it all in about eight to 10 minutes, but that's just not my way. Anyway, and we also want to be a little bit conversational, a little bit chatty. And of course, when people do come into the call, hopefully in the future, uh, they will uh, be able to come in via the Chrome browser, go to the Torchview site, the show ID I've already mentioned, but I'll mention it uh, one more time. And that is 7910667. And to that end, by the way, I have submitted it via Podcast Connect to the iTunes site. So maybe after three or four episodes are up, that will get approved on iTunes. And as well as listening to it here, you will be able to listen to it on iTunes. Um, we are staying with audio. I had originally intended to switch fairly quickly to video. But I think because it appears that the situation is changing so rapidly, rather than doing these as a weekly video blog, as was my first intention, I think getting the information out more rapidly, and not my information, just basically 
giving a point of call, building up perhaps an audience, and then we can do something, as I say, to forget our, at least um, take our minds off um, the evolving situation. So, but today we are just going to concentrate on what happened yesterday after I did episode two. So, um, on March the 17th, 2020, uh, in this um, daily um, announcement um, with the um, health advisor, the prime minister and the chancellor, uh, most of the information was from him on a stimulus package and this is mainly as he says this seems a very dire situation and indeed it is it's a developing situation and the timeline um is elongated and in actual fact the government are planning it in such a way as instead of having a very very severe and sudden large percentage of the population going ill and overwhelming the health service to accommodate that remember here in the uk for those people who live in other countries that uh, we have the national health service where you know there's no payment at the point of service and you pay that through national insurance contributions um the the idea is that um this natural curve that these sort of things take we're trying to flatten that out but of course flattening it out also extends the timeline to uh, three four months hopefully expected to die down towards the summer months but with the very real possibility that come next winter not enough of the population will have been exposed to this illness and built up resistance and so there could be sort of a, a second wave uh, next winter so we are in this for the long haul i've even heard as much as 14 months as a possibility for that hello however that also does something important is it allows time for a vaccine to be um, made now one of the things i didn't mention last on the last call was that the medical advisor said i know people think that that seems a long time to wait for uh, a, an injection to to guard against this but in actual fact he said historically that would be very fast in the past it used to take 18 to 20 years would you believe to develop um uh, a vaccine that was deemed to you know uh, give a very strong level of protection and so if this is something that's done within eight months 12 months 14 months that in itself is still uh, a tremendous achievement and only now possible with all the um, diagnostics and um, uh, laboratories around the world and of course one would hope that there's a lot of world cooperation on their findings so um because of that the chancellor made it very clear you know we are going to get through this and to the other end and what he is hoping to do um, guided by the uh, COBRA uh, committees that they have, is make sure that all the infrastructure, the jobs, the businesses, the um, you know the social services that we have now will be able to survive through and be functioning as best they can uh, following this. So it's um, pushing through this idea that you know this is not 
the be all and end all of how things are going to be going forward but we need to preserve we need to uh, give these businesses a helping hand you might think well what about the individuals well a lot of the help for the individuals was given in the budget and the chancellor was at pains to say there will be more stimulus coming um in particular the personal ones let's get those out first was help that they have um, had agreements with uh, the building societies, again, those people not in the UK, the building societies where people often go to borrow money to pay for a mortgage when they're buying property. And the UK, by the way, traditionally has been a large percentage of people owning property. I think that has fallen down uh, with the people under 30 now, it's taking them longer <clears throat> to build up that basic um, deposit that used to be only 5% then went up as high as 10, 15, even 20% in some cases of the full purchase price, which meant a lot of couples living within laws trying to get this sort of 10, 15, 20,000 pound deposit. But to help home, home, home owners, what the chance is doing is that it will not be the fact that you don't have to pay your mortgage uh, at some point but they are working towards giving people a three months holiday on those payments so basically if you had seven years of your mortgage still to run for three months you wouldn't pay it but those three months would presumably be added on to your seven year payment so it's not a gift of money it's a um, uh, putting an, uh, an abeyance into it but there is also a large number of people here in the UK that rent and um, maybe they should be and will be support for them so that they can also get through this. And then there's also another large factor, which is to do with the social changes over the last 10 or 15 years, both here and in the United States and other places of what they called the gig economy. That's where people, um, you know, sign on for maybe zero hours or they have a very flexible contract. Maybe that suits them because they've got childcare provision to take care of. They've got to, maybe it's a, a working mother, a single working mother. Maybe it's, um, you know, somebody who's got student loans or <clears throat> student debts and they, they, they haven't found the professional job they were hoping for. So they're doing um, um, an, in, um, a job in the meantime, and they do not perhaps have the same protection of unemployment and sickness leave. Hopefully there are gonna be measures uh, in the next announcement, maybe even later today. So let me just mention in very brief terms, and I'm going to put in actually the URL to this BBC news site. And remember, Anything I say here is given as uh, my understanding of situations, but always check. Make sure you go to the very reliable sources. And for the UK listeners, of course, I believe that to be the BBC site online. So that's bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash, and then you choose. And this is from the business section today, not the health. Uh, uh, coronavirus chancellor unveils 350 billion lifeline for the economy now i know that in america they're talking about a lifeline of up to one trillion 
dollars, which is equivalent, by the way, to the whole output of the UK for one year, I think, uh, the business payments. But this is something that um, the president says will be announced within the next week or two. They haven't actually done it. And some of that may be direct stimulus, direct money to individual workers. Uh, the What I've seen bandied about is a $1,000 direct payment to people so they can um, you know uh, get their medicines get food supplies and so on and i'm sure that would be most welcome for them but here in the uk as i say these are more uh, this first tranche is more to do with ensuring that businesses carry on not just for the businesses themselves and the business shareholders and owners but so they don't lay off staff uh, we've heard, um, you know, the uh, aero, uh, aero uh, the aero holiday industry of airlines. Um, some have dropped as much as eight percent in their need for capacity, and there are lots of planes grounded. But there are lots of other smaller businesses, mainly in the um, the services sector. That's uh, uh, restaurants, cafes, coffee shops, uh, pubs. People have been advised not now to go to pubs. So it was small, sorry, large gatherings <clears throat> that people were told to avoid because the usual police and uh, first aid presence could not be offered because those people are needed for frontline duties. Now they're talking about venues small as well, especially confined venues indoor ones um so the advice is changing and when i do the next one of these which may be tomorrow or the day after i'm sure there'll be more information and we'll go back to the health uh, changes of advice but uh, let me say he's put 350 billion in by the way this is in loans more than direct payments 20 billion on the on, in other aid like a business rates holiday uh, he had announced in the budget that uh, smaller businesses with the business rate of i think under something like fifty thousand pounds were going to get help he's talking about all businesses now and for the rest of the financial year i believe so let me see if I can. Uh, he also mentioned the airline sector, and um, they're saying that their long term survival was under threat. So let me see. Um, just read his synopsis here. Some sectors are facing particularly acute challenges. In the coming days, my colleague, the Secretary of State for Transport, and I will discuss potential support packages specifically for airlines and airports. The Chancellor said he was extending the business rates holiday to all firms in the hospitality sector and funding grants for, grants for between $10,000 and £25,000. So in dollars, that's what, $13,000 up to $30,000 for small businesses. And he said that those in financial difficulty due to the coronavirus, mortgage lenders will offer a three month mortgage holiday. They don't pay it for you, but you don't have to make those payments. You can use those payments, uh, that money for more immediate things. So um, the analysis from this, from the um, um, Faisal Islam, the 
economics editor for the BBC said, um, this intervention is a big bazooka rather that, than that, because the challenge of coronavirus and the measures containing it pose to people's livelihoods and well-being that are more significant. In other words, he's not fired rifle shots at particular areas. It's a vast um, capture group that he's trying to get. The extraordinary figure here was 330 billion in state act loans. He uses the word loans very clearly there for all businesses through the banking system with the help of the Bank of England. That is 15% of the value of the economy. Normal economic announcements are worth a fraction of a percent of 1% of national income. This move is about a fraction of our entire GDP, gross domestic product. Uh, yeah, that's right. And that is because of self-isolation and suppression moves announced yesterday will remove a chunk of money from our economy. So these firms are not getting the cash flow and they need help to survive. It's one thing to ask people to stay at home, but the concomitant thing to that is the fact that they're not therefore out and about spending their money. Luckily, of course, with online shopping that received a very big boost this most recent Christmas and was in the big air growth area. And some people were worrying even then about the high street shopping and it sort of falling by the wayside. Um, here again, the very fact that we have this infrastructure of online shopping will indeed uh, be something that is beneficial. And one of the things that they have given relief on, by the way, not money, but um, a lot of supermarkets here in the UK now offer um, home deliveries. But they were restricted in the types of the day that they could deliver and the number of hours that their drivers could do that. Well, um, I've read that certain supermarkets are hiring an extra 3,000 or so uh, uh, people for the delivery service. That's maybe an extra thousand drivers, maybe an extra 2000 people to go around the store, packing up the, the grocery that people have ordered and then getting them out. And those deliveries will be earlier in the morning and go later into the evening because of course, more people self-isolating will be dependent on that. Well, would you believe it, David? I thought I was going to talk for 10 or 15 minutes and I've talked uh, almost 20 minutes or so, maybe a little longer. So uh, I will curtail myself. I will self-limit my chat. But OK, it sounds a little bit um, heavy going today's episode. Sorry about that. As I say, once we get into a situation where this isolation of sections of the population go ahead. We'll try and veer away from this sort of information and perhaps talk about more enjoyable things, what we could be reading, what we could be watching, uh, how we could be communicating with friends and family and amazingly keeping our spirits up. <clears throat> so with that, I will end today's episode and may well be back tomorrow, certainly within a couple of days. Thank you ever so much for listening. And remember, I have submitted this to iTunes. Hopefully it will be available on there soon and I will let people know here. Remember, the show is... Um, and the full address is www. 
talkshow.com forward slash show forward slash never dash isolated and the show ID um, 7910667 and I think that's about enough from me today thanks ever so much for listening and we will let people join in on audio uh, once we've got more established bye for now with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so I suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.